Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Have you been wanting to lose weight and get healthy? Now's the perfect time to start Nutrisystem. Enjoy your favorite foods made healthier, delivered free to your door. Right now, you can get Uniquely Yours Ultimate, our most complete foolproof plan at an amazing price. Order today and save 50%, plus get an extra $40 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash save and discover what millions of people already know. Nutrisystem works. Limitations apply. See website for full offer details. Want to make sure you guys know about all the different ways that you can enjoy the NFL season. One of them, one of my favorites, is monkeyknifefight.com because it's essentially props but in a way more fun way to bet on props because they have a bunch of different games that you can play monkeyknifefight.com has a really cool name in addition to having really cool games use promo code pff and deposit 20 bucks that you get to then use to enjoy football and you get a 40 dollars pff edge subscription for the whole year for free that means you get like the draft guide later on this year all the great content that gets put out um, all the fantasy tools like it's a super good deal. Um, so go to monkeyknifefight.com. PFF is your promo code, $20 deposit, and you get $40 for free. Plus, that $40, it's like, I mean, it's a ridiculous deal. So go do it. I know that we've gotten now to week two, and I personally, I broke. Week two, all it took was to get to week two. And uh, now I'm eating ice cream every night. So, you know, and I feel like I have decent self-control um so i can only imagine that there are many of you out there that are like please help me i need to stay in shape so if you want to avoid you know if you want to still eat the ice cream and stay in shape you need to work out and it's helpful to have something that gives you a workout every single day that you can go do and that's why i personally use moose fit like the animal um i get a workout every single day right to my phone it's very easy i just open it up, boom, I'm in the gym, I get it done. It takes me 45 minutes, I get a great sweat in, I get strength, I get cardio, flexibility, all that stuff. So go to moosefit.co, use the promo code PFF50 and you get 50% off your first month. It's completely customized, you fill out a questionnaire, all the workouts are tailored to you um, and it gives you a way to uh, you know, not get fat with all of the, uh, with swimsuit season right around the corner. Swimsuit season, right <laughs> So go to moosefit.co, promo code PFF50. If you're like me, you're, you know, getting into week two of the season, you're like, man, I realize there's so many things that are going on in the league that I'm not keeping track of. It's hurting my fantasy team, might be hurting my wallet because I'm betting on things I shouldn't be betting on. I want to bet on props, but I don't know which props to bet on. Or I just need to read some good content and there's not a lot out there. Um, PFF has you completely covered the edge subscription gets you all the fancy stuff that you need gets you all the content that is locked um and then an elite subscription gets you all the advanced tools gets you the betting dashboards gets you the new props tool which is really cool um and so either one of those will work for you go make it happen go to pff.com get yourself one i find myself using this stuff all the time i use the fantasy rankings makes my life so much easier um, Ian Harditz and that whole group, um, Kevin Cole for Showdown, ton of really good stuff. So go to pff.com, get yourself a subscription, set yourself up for a season long of success. Week two, 
mostly in the books. This is the uh, Sunday night PFF forecast. We're going to do a couple of fun things. We're going to talk about the Falcons-Cowboys game because we have to. We're going to do our top five through two weeks and our bottom three teams through two weeks. So this will be a lot of fun. I won't start any controversy whatsoever. Uh, and then we're going to get on to week three. So let's rock. think that it in any way shape or form when you decided to tell us to change the tv channel because we're watching all the games mm -hmm. and there's a point in time where you go just just take the falcons cowboys game off we don't need to watch that anymore did you know what you were doing eh. <laughs> at this point i'm so numb to it i mean they covered the spread they covered the closing spread even though there were a lot of games this week where we were on the right side, but by the time it got to Sunday, the numbers were beaten up, right? The tennis, uh, the um, Jags were plus seven by the end of it. Yeah. Atlanta was plus three. Uh, Denver was plus seven. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones, but that, you know, they all, but, but, you know, Atlanta to, you know, to the, uh, I think the light of all their backers, as long as they weren't money line, uh, ended up winning the, you know, winning the game against the spread. And I, I get that being all falcons like i get that but that has to be for so much of that game you were saying i was saying oh wow this falcons team would have never done that yeah. last year like they would have blown that and then they blew it in the most epic fashion imaginable yeah. that was horrific hor they had dallas at a six percent chance to win when it was 39 24 with about half the third the fourth quarter left which seems high, but ultimately that's why the 6% happens. And then depending upon how likely you make an onside kick, and this is sort of non-stationary, but let's say you made it a 5 to 10% chance, then we had them between a 2 and a 4% chance to win the game upon the onside kick. And of course, the Falcons just do what the Falcons do, which is allow the ball to sort of squirt around. Um, just pick it up. Instead of just, just pick it up. up. I can't even think of anything that ridiculous like i'm trying to rack my brain for all yeah i just it, it blew my mind i mean thinking about this game in terms of its importance if the cowboys lose that game i do you, i mean i assume mccarthy sticks around for a little bit but the pressure gets pretty hot mm -hmm. and they are playing in seattle so, which we just saw is a very hard place to play so own three, a real possibility. Yep. Like this may have single-handedly turned the Dallas Cowboys season around. Dak Prescott, I thought, was really impressive in the way that he brought that team back. They have some really good receivers. Uh, they were playing like the Falcons up until the Falcons decided, oh, we're gonna actually, we're gonna play like the Falcons again. Yeah. Um. All right, let's do this. Let's do. Uh, let's start with the top five teams in the NFL. And then we can work our way to the worst because I think actually the worst, really it's actually really hard. It is very hard. It is very hard. Um, who do you have in five in fifth spot? Um, okay, so my for the four and five spot, I am choosing between Tennessee, Green Bay, and Buffalo, and I I have a hard time with all of them because I don't think either team has played anybody good. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm going to side. Um, 
I'm going to go with the fifth fifth spot being the Buffalo Bills. I I, I think I think defensively they're better um, than Tennessee and Green Bay. Um, although they gave up 28 to the Dolphins, including that back door, which got us the teaser mm-hmm. uh, first leg of the teaser that we did last week, um, both of them actually. Um, but it doesn't look pretty. Josh Allen throws a lot of turnover worthy plays that are unwarranted, but they move the ball on offense. And like, you know, if we're, if we're going to stand for Jameis when he moves the ball on offense for years and years and years, and it's not pretty, we have to, you know, at least give Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs and those guys, uh, I, I think some credit when they do. So I'm going to go with Buffalo at five. Okay. I, I really wanted to put Buffalo in there too, because I, for the exact same reasons, here was the tough thing for me is that they have played two of potentially the worst teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. One of They've played one of by, uh, the clear-cut worst team in the NFL they've played already. Um, so I actually, they're just out, out of it for me. I have New England in five. And here's the reason I have New England in five. Cam Newton healthy is a problem. Mm-hmm. It took Russell Wilson dropping dimes from heaven (laughs) to beat them and i mean honestly they just needed to convert that one julian edelman probably should have caught that pass in the end zone and they 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 probably should have won that game um so i have new england in five yeah that that's a good one um i have at four i have the new orleans saints okay the new orleans saints don't make my list because of michael thomas no (laughs) because of drew Brees. I almost left him out, but I, I feel like they're, you know, if Breeze turns it around and he's come, he's gotten off to a slow start multiple times in his career. Um, his arm's going to get stronger during the season. No, but <laughs> but that team is more complete, and I think yeah. that they'll eventually, you know, when Thomas comes back and Sanders gets, you know, more acclimated, they'll be fine. We'll see him, you know, obviously tonight. But New Orleans and Buffalo were the two that I felt bad about leaving out. I have Green Bay in four. Okay reason I have Green Bay in four is that Aaron Rodgers it wasn't as spectacular, but it was really good. He was still very, very solid today yeah. and did it without, I thought this was the important piece, he did it without relying on Devontae Adams. He was still able to, to throw in rhythm a little bit. Um, and, uh, yeah, the lines probably suck. But, I mean, if you're going to give the Buffalo Bills credit for their wins, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. So I have Green Bay at four. Number three, who do you have? I have Seattle same Mm -hmm. i wanted to move them up i wanted to shake this up quite a bit but i they're very banged up on defense and they get zero pressure i mean zero where it's just a little concerning right you're going to give quarterbacks a clean pocket all day those that have don't have Nikhil harry might actually get some big plays out of it who do you have okay i want to I we moved, both have the same top two teams. Right. Baltimore and Kansas City, and they play this week. I moved them around four to five times before we actually got yep. into this conversation. So um, does Kansas City stay on top? Well, we'll talk about this when we, when we look at the lines. I think I think the betting markets are moving towards Baltimore here. Um, and I think in the current state of things, Kansas City is second. And here and and I and here's why. You know, when we watched it today, they're less of a complete team. 
And there are some schemes and things like that that can neutralize Kansas City. That cover three that the Niners ran in the Super Bowl, the Chargers ran today. Chargers ran it successfully against them both times last year too. Um, that that to me is a little bit of a bugaboo I have because their defense sucks, and their defense suck. You know, like Legarius Sneed make a, made a big play on Justin, but you're talking about a quarterback who allegedly found out he was starting, and maybe this is to his advantage, right? He doesn't psych himself out all week and stuff. But we found out Justin Herbert was going to start like literally at the bell, mm-hmm. so. And they struggled with him. They struggled to tackle him. They struggled to cover. They struggled with Austin Eckler, just in you know uh, the the guy from Joshua Kelly from from uh, UCLA. They they're not a complete team like Baltimore is. And usually Patrick Mahomes is enough to supersede that. But if they play a team today that doesn't have the Anthony Lynnisms that the Chargers have, they lose. And and so far, obviously, we've seen Baltimore get beat before. But currently, I think that they're a harder out than Kansas City is. All right. I settled on the opposite. I have Baltimore still in second, and I have Kansas City in first. And it's exactly for the reason that you alluded to, which is the Chiefs had everything go wrong for them today. They prepared to face Tyrod Taylor, a guy that just like doesn't take shots downfield and you know will like you just have to contain him ends up having to face Justin Herbert now I don't want to make it sound like he's you know fantastic but he challenges them in a completely different way they could Patrick Holmes could not get anything going it was like he was having an out-of-body experience and yet this team cannot be killed they can't and I don't know if in that same situation where everything goes wrong Baltimore at least I haven't seen it yet Baltimore doesn't come back and win those games. So that's why I have Kansas City, because in their worst moments, they're still unbeatable. And I know you could say, okay, well, Baltimore just doesn't have as many of those bad moments. Yeah, maybe. But we don't know. We don't know yet. And, you know, Houston, yeah, they Houston got rolled by Kansas City's B game as well. Yeah. Um, so... You know, I'm doing a little bit of trusting the markets here in the sense that um, I mean, I I think the reaction here is going to be solid. Like, I I really do think that the public reaction is going to be very much heavy on the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I mean, they were they opened. We'll we'll talk about what their line is currently. But as of Friday night, they Baltimore was minus two at home, um, which given what home field advantage, I think it's probably stronger than we gave it credit for. Um, that probably would mean that the Ravens and the Chiefs are an equal team on a neutral field. Um, I think that the market's moved a little bit away from that. I, uh, it's interesting because I, um, I think I nailed the spread, even though I picked it before the game. Yeah, I, I didn't. I actually, I thought, I thought that. Well, just to get to that game, just we can no, 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 you're not doing this. We're going to the worst teams. Okay, we, well, we, we have to give that game. Full Let's go from worst to third worst. Okay. Because I, I have a surprise of the third worst. It might not be a surprise oh, to you. Here's the funny thing is I think I have the same surprise. Okay. The worst team in the NFL, is, and it's not close, are the Jets. Yeah, I mean, there's no discussion there. They're garbage. I, I just – I don't get it. Dude, Adam Gase kicked a field goal down I know. 21. And I had the second half under in that game, and that last touchdown by the Jets fucked it up. And is it was, there they, anything more humiliating – 
than a team ruling out players just be like just because yeah yeah it's brutal and then continuing to just annihilate Still you dump truck you all game yeah Dude. it sucks <laughs> the 49ers could have brought out the the cow bears and shanahan would have had them steamrolling the jets yeah so gase is who's the coach in new york does it matter on like honestly todd bowles is a really good coach and we're finding that out jim caldwell tampa out bay yeah caldwell was sick though i think that he was a consultant with miami and then yeah. he, he had he had an issue health-wise hope he's doing okay um but he would yeah he's better than patricia um okay who's so, so who's the coach who's the coach in that i mean one of the young college i mean matt rule seems to have done a decent job in Carolina so far. I have a great one for you. Team's been competitive for two games. Go ahead. This is how you turn it around. They get the first pick. They take Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, one of the two, and they bring Eric Bieniemy in. Yeah, and Eric Bieniemy turns that shit around. I yep. Andy Reid assistants are are generally pretty good, except for Brad Childress. They need an offensive overhaul, dude. (laughs) But but here's the thing: like, there's the question about like the team. The coach is bad. Don't get me wrong. The coach is dreadful yeah but they're but, bad as but well. the but the 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 players that they have like the Not the way good. that they spend their money is is garbage okay who who's the who's the second uh worst team for you second worst team for me also resides in new york <laughs> yeah, <same here. laughs> it's the new york giants and um they were they showed some fight today they covered they the did. spread they did sh- show some fight today against they covered the, the teaser that we had and that we wrote up this time last week. i actually had a really hard time with this the reason I put the Giants there is that looking at the overall talent of the team and trying to project forward, I have a hard time. I It's tough because I, I wanted to put the Panthers in here too, but the Panthers have playmakers that the Giants just don't have. Yeah, And so that's why ultimately I did not go with the Panthers. The Giants there. are okay from like the receiver tight end standpoint, but the issue is, is that Daniel Jones stinks. Um, and... You know, today he had a 64 point. He had no, let me look here. He had one big time throw, two turnover worthy plays. Uh, he had two of those, both of them interceptions, took four sacks. I mean, you're you're looking at a guy who. Um, People were comping him to Jameis. Maybe it's Josh Allen they need to be comping to Jameis. Yeah. I, well, yeah. Josh Allen brings that run game, although he had less than 20 yards rushing today. Um, but he. Just from he, a throwing perspective. It's just a, yeah, it's just a high variance thing here. Okay. My that I have the same as you. My third worst team. I'm so excited for this. And and I'm sorry, but this is gonna suck. Is the Minnesota Vikings? Oh, they are, they are the worst. They are the third worst team in the oh, NFL. Oh no! Oh, you hate to and see. And here's and here's the issue. You just hate. Here's to see the issue this. with the Vikings. So I've been talking this over with some of my friends, Matthew Collar, Courtney Cronin, some people. Let it be known, the team. for people that are new here, Eric is wearing a Minnesota Gold. Golden Gophers. Yeah. A sweater, a better team, by the way, and the is Vikings. born and raised in yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, well, but but has adamantly said to the disdain of Vikings fans since April that they were a six and ten team. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with the you. The only people that agree with me thought that the season would be shortened and they'd only win six of nine games. There, six was generous, by I, the way. I said that I thought they they should tank because they're that. Bad. Well, they, but they, that's the point. So in the in the era of Vikings football. There have been in 2001. So, so from 1990, they won six games. 2001, they won five. 2002, mm. they won six. 
And then there were, a bunch, there were a couple intermediate times. There was always, except for one season, there was always a young quarterback that they could play to keep people excited. Even in 2013, a year where Christian Ponder failed and you know, Leslie Frazier was out the door, they signed Josh Freeman off the street and started him in a game to try to get people riled up. The worst part about this Minnesota Vikings team is not only that they're horrendous on defense, an absolute disaster. They are terrible. Both teams that they faced this season gave them ample opportunity. They had the lead in both games. They had a 3 nothing lead in this game, and then Rivers drives the length of field, throws an interception off a guy's hands. Green Bay was up 8-7 because they couldn't convert yeah. red zone trips they they like got, they threw a slant to Adams got you know knocked away they had to convert two <laughs> field goals the, the their opponents have been nice to them as far as on the scoreboard they are horrible they had Cameron Dancer <laughs> out today Jeff Gladney gave up 6 of 8 into his coverage five first downs and a touchdown and then I'm not even talking about the offense this where Kirk incredible. Cousins last week everybody's like well at least Kirk put up good stats when the game was out of the line and now Kirk <laughs> what he had a 15 passer rating they have one wide receiver Kyle Rudolph was shut out today Dalvin Cook oh great nice contract yeah that's a really good one the last time you gave a contract to a running back you went three and 13 too this team sucks and they are going to suck the rest of the year and not only that Unlike teams like the Chargers, unlike teams like the Dolphins, the Vikings have no plan B at quarterback. You are going to have to watch Kirk Cousins run out the string on a 3-13 and team. That sucks. I'm sorry, Vikings fans. I tried to tell you. Oh, my God. I have. So here's the funny. Here's the crazy thing. I have the Vikings as well. I They earned it. I was debating. It wasn't a question of whether they made this list. I was debating who was worse between them and the Giants. Oh, yeah. Here, here's why. Here's, here's the, I'm not, I can't top your rant. Here's the only thing I can say. The worst team in the NFL at passing the football in the first three quarters of games so far this season are the Minnesota Vikings. Maybe when people said, hey, look, wide receiver shouldn't be the second most valuable player via PFF war. They should have listened to us and said, well, yes, it is. Did, do you know how Stephon Diggs did today? Yeah, Stephon Diggs had more yardage than the whole Vikings like passing game put together. Do you know together. who the number one passing offense in the NFL is? Yeah. The Buffalo Yeah, because the Buffalo Bills are a smart team. They accumulate receivers. They don't get rid of them. That, that, Remember when we had, I mean, we had you know Evan on a couple of times, Evan Silva yeah. on this podcast, and we had a, the interesting conversation that we had was how much can Stephon Diggs help Josh Allen? And the early returns would be, I mean, that offense looks a heck of a lot better. Now, they haven't played anybody yet. But Minnesota Vikings look a, f- a You need lot wide worse. receivers. A lot you worse. You need wide receivers. You need more than one. <laughs> That's yeah, and, for sure. And Adam Thielen, I'm sorry, but Adam Thielen played in the same conference in college as I did. The fact of the matter is, is you were the number two wide receiver. You came in here a little tired, and this was the perfect conversation. The fact of the matter is, now. is... Some tryout guy from Mankato State was a really good number two receiver when Stephon Diggs was taking all the coverage. It's not as easy anymore. And when your number two receiver is Ola B.C. Johnson, a seventh-round pick of Colorado State, you're going to struggle on offense. And no one took that – like, no one there, – there's a faction of Vikings fans who think Thielen's better than Diggs. It's, it's, atro- it's an atrocity. 
they are they are wrong. And they're and they are. <laughs> you think Adam Thielen is better? And the days, problem is that I feel bad for Vikings fans because disaster. here's the deal: they're going to be bad, and it, by November it's going to be boring because you're going to be trotting out Kirk Cousins, and there's no hope there. That's the that's the tragedy of what the Vikings try to do here. At least you have the Timberwolves. Oh, exactly, and the Twins. Let's see the Twins win a first their first playoff game since 2004. Oh, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. There will be the, everybody's in the playoffs. This the baseball, year, baseball playoffs have started already. No, but everybody's in the, oh. in the playoffs in baseball, <laughs> dude. Just talk, letting everybody in. The, can we just talk for like ten seconds about how baseball is probably the stupidest group of like human beings ever like put together in an organization that's actually successful, like from a monetary standpoint? How dumb are you, dude? They are they are blowing it. No one is watching baseball. Yeah, but that's, but no, but the, here's the thing for them though, like what. They they always compete with the NFL this time of year. They they always fail. At but it's it. they have the World Series usually. Well, no, not for another month. Right, but no one watches it until the World right, Series. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, they should have they should have just done some tournament, you know, that started in late July. They had and such ended. a chance, man. Yeah, such a chance. I mean, but, even but, the NBA. Yeah, the NBA doing it right, but even then, the NBA is probably losing viewers now that the NFL's on. Yeah, I watched Anthony Davis hit a game winner during Sunday night. That yeah. was kind of cool. All right, uh, let's get into this week's games. So there are four really good games this week. And then normally I bucket into like four tiers, you know. Mm-hmm. I just had a giant group of Skyline Chili. We got a lot of Skyline Chili, which is kind of good because we can talk about these four games for a decent amount of time. I want to start with the Los Angeles Rams and the Buffalo Bills, which is a, I am really excited to watch this game. Because I'm not actually sure if after watching this game we'll really know that much about either team. Because I still feel like I don't know that much about either yeah. team. So um, so I, I am fascinated by this matchup. Because Jared Goff, I think is a like pre-review, a top three graded quarterback this week. His average depth of target has gone from like... Eight five nine range to six, and they're running play action about half the drop, and they're running play action about forty eight percent of the time, which is second only to New England. I have Buffalo favored by three at home. Yeah, so I had it at three and a half. I was a little lower on the Rams going into the. um, I thought the Rams would probably. I thought the Rams would lose to the Eagles, although we didn't, you know, play Mm -hmm. it or anything. so we're both we're both a little off on on Chris here. It's Buffalo minus two and a half, shaded towards so minus one twenty towards Buffalo. So basically the minus three you just said. Yeah, I see. Let's see on. Yeah, two and a half. So I see minus one ten on Bet Online, but that, that's interesting. Um, the cross country thing. So is are the Rams staying on the East Coast? I would imagine no. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be, I think, where one of the home field advantages go away because most teams, every single team that requested to have their their East Coast trips lumped together, so, for example, the Niners playing the yeah. Giants this week after playing the Jets, um, got were granted that. But I don't think that that's COVID-compliant anymore. So I do think they have to fly back and then fly back again. So this game is played at 10 a.m. L.A. time. Yeah, that that's I, the one. I mean, which quarterback do you trust more? Because I feel like at three, right? So if this got out to three, I think the Rams would be a play at this point. Um, can I can I answer the question? Yeah, I trust Josh Allen more than I trust Jared Goff, and here's why: 
The only reason to trust Jared Goff, based on what we've seen so far this season, is that Sean McVay is it's like it's the puppet master. Seems like know? he seems to be lighting the league on fire again. He he's kudos to him has figured out a way to turn Jared Goff into something that isn't a disaster despite not really doing anything with the weapons around him. And Josh Allen has for better or worse proven that he is able to make plays outside of structure. <laughs> Certainly we've seen that. Um but in a game where you know, things don't go perfectly. So far, they've gone perfectly for the Rams. Why? Because, you know, a team that I almost put in the bottom three is the Eagles because they have been very bad. Yeah, they showed some fight in the second half. They got within a score. That's but, why I left them out. But they have they have yeah. really struggled, and they've been injured, you know, so. Yeah, but they're always I mean, <laughs> it's the story cool. of the Eagles. Um, so this game currently is probably not playable at two and a half, right? It's too dead, I think. Yes, I, this is a game that I'm just looking forward to watching. Yeah. All right, next up, the Dallas Cowboys go to Seattle to face the Seattle Seahawks. What did you have this one at? I guess there would be Seattle minus three and a half. Okay. I had Seattle minus four and a half. I think it's four. Um, let me make sure here. Um, I was well before the game today. I bet it. I bet Dallas plus four. So I think that's. I, I saw it somewhere at four. I don't see it here on Chris, um, which seems you know. Which is. Are you talking about Chris Collinsworth? Or? Well, it is spelled C R I S. Which right, I, I, almost every troll on the internet that like it tries to talk shit about Chris puts the H in there. It shows that they're not you know. Um, <laughs> it shows that they're not legit. By the way, uh, so. Okay, let's assume this thing is at four, right? I see four and a half posted by Jeff Sherman at Golf Odds. Okay, would you take would you take Dallas there? I wouldn't because I guess that would be four. It would be four and a half. Yeah. I Seattle's defense was bad tonight. True, but their offense was amazing, and I don't know if Dallas is capable of stopping a team with that much firepower. I I feel like <laughs> Seattle would put up. 50 on Dallas. I really hope that we have the over in that game um, because I feel like that would be a good bet to make. I wonder if – I really am curious how the Dallas Cowboys react to this game against the Falcons. Do they go like, okay, we just have to throw the ball up and down the field as much as we – we have to play like we're down 20 to start the game. Mm-hmm. And if they do, then, you know – I really would have trouble betting on Dallas right now. I don't feel like I know anything about Dallas other than they got the Falcons to come in and have the most falconiest. By the way, remember, so everyone's talking about the onside kick. Julio Jones just stone cold dropped Dropped a touchdown. From Russell Gage. (laughs) Just stone cold dropped it. Yeah. I mean, you have him on your fantasy team. I was especially tilting to watch. I was dying. (laughs) Um, Yeah, brutal. I mean, the Seattle Seahawks offense has been – absolutely tremendous i mean they are Mm -hmm. no matter how you slice it in the top you know two to three teams in terms of expected points added per play um russell wilson i would assume is going to be the highest graded quarterback after two weeks um i mean it's ridiculous by the way the the patriots secondary is no joke like dk metcalf was legitimately winning against stefan gilmore you don't see that very often. I mean, there's only a handful of guys that have done that. So that that to me, I just have – I'm not betting against Russell Wilson right now. 
Yeah, I yeah. You I would take Dallas though. If at four and a half, I'd take Dallas. I okay. think um, just because I think Dallas is the offensive firepower to keep up with them, and then it's sort of like tonight where it's like an end of you know game situation sure. where it comes down to whether or not they made you know you made a two point conversion, right? Like Cam got stuffed not only on the on the goal line play at the end, but he got stuff on the two point conversion, which kept made that last play actually matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it or made that last play not a field goal attempt for the for the uh, New England Patriots. All right, next game is the Sunday Nighter, and it is the Green Bay Packers at the New Orleans Saints. Now, New Orleans plays tonight. You're listening to this on Monday. It is Monday already. Um, that'll be very interesting uh, because they should kill the the Vegas Raiders, but they don't have Michael Thomas. They might have Michael Thomas for this game. The I mean, Raiders are plucky. <sighs> right, the Raiders are plucky. Um I had the New Orleans Saints as a two and a half point favorite at home against Green Bay next Sunday, and I feel like this is going to be off. What did you have? I have Saints minus four. Oh, interesting. Okay, and let's see, I see a three and a half out here. Uh, three and a half over here. Yeah. As of Friday night, it was four and a half. I figured Green Bay like. I don't know. I part of me didn't think that Detroit had a shot, even though it, you know, a three and a half batting them. A three and a half. I'm taking the by far better quarterback getting points. So you're going to take the Green Bay side of that, okay? Yeah, I'm selling. As you can tell, I'm just selling the Drew Brees. Here's the question I have for that game, though. New Orleans really does have a lot of secondary players that can play, Mm -hmm. and. I think New Orleans defense is very good. Yeah. And and Green Bay so far. Like I'm not I'm not saying here that like I'm gonna overreact to this, but so far Green Bay's played two teams whose starting corners are marginally better than you and I are at backpedaling. <laughs> so like I'm gonna be a little bit I'm gonna shy away a little bit from Green Bay there. I actually think that that game, the under might be a better like under whatever if like let's say this total opens at 50 something oh i'm taking the under i think the under is because i think green bay is going to want to run the football mm-hmm. and new orleans is already a kind of a slow team and they're gonna have to run the football too right yeah and they don't have a deep threat i mean sanders is kind of a deep threat but they, they don't have a deep threat because true breeze is not a yeah, threat yeah. to throw deep okay um, I'm very interested to see what happens in New Orleans tonight and then how that impacts the line. But right now, if it were three and a half, I would grab Green Bay. And I think I would be shocked. This is one that I'd be shocked if it stays at three and a half. All right. The uh, the game here, Kansas City, Baltimore. I, I want to just start real quick. There were some really uh, kind people shouting me out on on Twitter this evening because last week on this here podcast, I talked about how much I loved Kansas City. I think it was six and a half or seven at the time. Yeah. Against the Tyrod Taylor led. I did Chargers. push back a little bit. You did. Congratulations. You knew your team sucked. <laughs> um, however, I should let it be known that I did not lose my house. No, I don't have a house, but I didn't lose my rent money. Because I actually won the bets that I had Kansas City in <laughs> because our lock of the week was a teaser with Kansas City and they came through. And I'm won the it. one who lost Kansas City minus six and a half before the line move <laughs> and hence was, was, was trying to was trying to tell you that I was too many. Here's um, 
And to your point, you did bring up Kansas City as the teaser leg, which I thought was very good. Um, you know, we needed Buckner to Buck Buckner Butker. had what three plus one point five kicks, dude, two two fifty eight yarders, and and the first fifty eight yarder was that kick. I feel like was more not more important, but like that kick had had a great deal of leverage. They were down seventeen six, and were driving. And had like a third and 20 that they somehow ran into for the eighth time in that game and picked up enough yardage. Because if you kick a 58 yard kick in the middle of a game and you miss, you basically put your dog shit defense at, at their own, you know, at the 48. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a massive kick. And he made that one. He made the one at the end of regulation to tie the game. And then he made the, um, you know, the massive, you know, overtime one. Uh, it just shows the Chiefs, when things don't go right, they, they certainly do have. Let me let me give you my my stat for that game and why one of the reasons I still have faith in Kansas City. Eric Fisher, nine pressures allowed. <laughs> Mitchell Schwartz, great pass protector, seven pressures. Yeah, allowed. he pitched a shutout in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, against Nick Bosa, pretty pretty decent guy. By the way, rest in peace. Bosa wasn't on the field in the last drive. It was he was like out of breath. That's well. That's the beautiful thing about yeah, yeah, the whole football thing. How how, fun, how funny was it about when the peop, some people were chirping me about you know I said look when you get the ball when you somehow win the coin toss in overtime Chiefs pick heads inexplicably and you and you get the ball first and you throw two balls short of the sticks and a second and nine run and then don't go for it on fourth down you deserve to lose and everybody's like well look you you can't fault him for the fourth down it's like if you if you don't make it you already lose the game i'm like you give the ball to mahomes you've already lost the game Yeah, you've already lost probabilistically so here i do want to give a, a shout out here by the way tony romo nailed that yeah he was all over he said that. that they should go for it yeah yeah, which he, would not have been a thing five years ago. No, absolutely not. Yeah, that that was the Frank Reich decision against Houston that everybody gave a ton of shit to. Um, okay, so it's Kansas City at Baltimore. Yeah, um, I know I got this line wrong, so I'll let you go first. I said Kansas City, or sorry, I said Baltimore minus two. Okay, I had it as a pick, and it is currently three minus one fourteen towards the Ravens. I think that. If this got out to three and a half, it'd be an auto bet on Kansas City. I just... It would have to be. At three? Yeah, even at three, I feel like they're a pick. God, I'm just going to die on this hill, aren't I? Well, it's not a... I mean, they played a shit game today. They did. They played two, in my opinion, kind of shit games. Uh, But they got to show up for this one. This game really does matter. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the first two that they played have not really mattered i mean yeah, yeah you don't want to lose a divisional game but like you're not worried about the chart they had a lot of they, they had frank clark was sick today this was a trap game yeah yeah, yeah. we should have seen it coming frank clark was sick today michael dana had a couple nice plays the guy a rookie out of michigan but then uh, both anthony hitchens and damien damien wilson got truck sticked by justin herbert on the sideline a linebacker getting truck sticked by a quarterback like they're out without Bashad Breeland still. Um, Charvarius Ward might play. I mean, he broke his hand a couple weeks ago. He didn't play in this game. Um, the Ravens receivers don't really scare me that much, but it's the tight ends in the backs, and the Chiefs really struggle against them. So it is a kind of a mismatch. But ultimately, Mahomes has faced Jackson twice. Um, in the first meeting at Arrowhead, 
he had to come, remember that fourth down play where he rolled out and threw to Hill and Hill like jumped in front of CJ Mosley and had a, you know, yep. Hill, by the way, had some big drops in this game. Today. And he also hurt his heel at the end and, you know, had to come back that I, I need to see the injury. I mean, Sammy Watkins got a concussion today. They were, by the end of the game, they were throwing the ball to Demarcus Robinson and Byron Pringle and stuff. So I, I obviously lean Kansas city here because I think that number is too big, but I don't know. I'm not sure about right away. Higher graded quarterback going into this game for this season is going to be Lamar Jackson. Yeah. It won't be particularly close because Lamar's been awesome. Yeah, Lamar's um, been great. But it's – and here's the thing. I, I worry that this comes off as a huge slight. But like the Ravens are the best team at winning games that they're already winning. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of to their detriment. And the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL at winning games they that they're should, not have, winning. That they should have lost. <laughs> that they're yeah. not winning. Yep. And that's just, you know, like which one is more impressive? The team that's never dead or the team that if you are losing to, you are dead. You know, it's like – and the Ravens and Lamar Jackson are – I mean, they deserve all the credit in the world. But the fact of the matter is is that they – are always able to get up on teams and those other teams are just don't have the firepower to come back on them and even pose a threat. And then they just run all over them. But if they get, you know, if they get down or at any point, you know, the chiefs offense comes alive, like now they're forced to throw right. And Gus yeah. bus can't just run rough shot. The, people. the chiefs have been underdogs relatively infrequently with Mahomes. Um, the last time I believe was in new England. They were three and a half point underdogs. Um, They've never lost a game with Mahomes by more than a touchdown or by more than one score. You're not going to get too many chances. You know, Brady, for example, mm. on opening day was an underdog in a, in a regular season game for the first time in like years, right? right? You might get the Chiefs as underdogs in New Orleans this year, depending upon how things shake out. But this might just be an auto bet just from that perspective. Like you're not, you don't get Mahomes much as an underdog in this in this league. All right, that is our. Uh, those are the only good games, in my opinion. So now we're going on to the not so great games, and we can run through these nice and quickly. Get people out of here. Get them on with your day. Enjoy your Monday. Um, Houston at Pittsburgh. I had Pittsburgh as this is actually a decent game. Maybe I maybe I'll chunk this off. Houston at Pittsburgh deserves a not skyline chili designation. Um. I had Pittsburgh as a three-point favorite at home. I had them as a six-point favorite. <laughs> and it's five. Yeah, I expected more out of Houston today. I I said this on the show, you know, because we our, our model did show an edge on, on Houston, and I basically dismissed it all week. I said, I just can't yeah, I just get can't. in front of this shit. Like I, oh, man. I'm, and the Steelers... The Steelers could really wreck that offensive line. Here's <laughs> here's a question. So the, so by the end of the day, by the end of all everything that happened, Pittsburgh um, was six and a half point favorites against Denver mm-hmm. um, when it closed, and Houston is now five point underdogs. Basically the same thing. I mean, Pittsburgh's at home. Blah 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 blah. Is Denver really a point and a half worse than Houston? I- I mean, with so, Drew Locke. I mean, Drew Locke's out now, but but I am just. I mean, I'm going to stick to my guns here. I do not think this is more than a three point game. If you go to if you have a PFF Edge subscription, you can go to the Power Rankings page. Um, we have Houston at before today as half a point worse than an average team on a neutral field. We have Denver as one and a half points worse. So 
but just by that measure, I think Denver probably goes up a little bit and Houston goes down because of how Denver played, but also Denver's, you know, putting in a new quarterback in Jeff Driscoll. Um, so that's really the question. I, I would say that keeps me away from betting this. I might even bet Pittsburgh um, just because Houston's defense is an atrocity. Well, and Pittsburgh is one of those where we talk about receiver play. Like, they have really good receiver play. Um, I'm not sure. I didn't. I have to watch that game back because we, we only basically paid attention one once we, we thought Denver could cover the spread. Right. And um, so I'd have to go back and look. But their receivers, generally speaking, play pretty well. You know, Juju and Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Houston's offense has been brutal, man. Well, and, and Pittsburgh's cool. defense is quite nice. I mean, one one thing we might want to look at in this thing is the total being forty five. That might be high for a Pittsburgh's, you know, for a Pittsburgh team whose defense is quite good. Yeah, although Houston's, yeah, yeah. So Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, in a similar situation on Monday Night Football against the Giants, you know, five point favorites, five and a half, and a total of forty four and a half, forty five, basically held. You know, basically, you know, got out, got a lead, and held. You know, the the game down to a point where it got under that total. I, I mean, Houston is better offensively and worse defensively than the Giants, but that's that's a a decent comp. Yeah, that's fair. Next game, the, these are all not great games. The Vegas Raiders go to New England, play the New England Patriots. I have the Patriots as an eight and a half point favorite. Wow. Okay, I have New England as a six and a half point favorite. Okay. Um, is there a line that was that that's the same as as Friday night um I also wrote those down they are six and a half yeah so nothing really moved off of New England's game that that seems strange to me I think New England is a lot they, better in the eyes of people after I don't tonight's know when game. These are although their defense sucked New England's defense really did suck tonight uh and it's not it's not uh, we're not used to seeing that yeah, I think that was probably from pregame um but if it is less than seven I will be taking the New England Patriots. And the cam, the cams. Cam Newton looks healthy. He's throwing the ball cam, really well. Cam is throwing seeds He's all running over, the field. over people. Yeah, um, they just had a they, you know, a little bit better luck could have beaten the third best team in in our opinion in the NFL. Yeah. So, and you know the Raiders have an offense that will look good in aggregate. But this is the team they struggle against. Yeah. This is where Derek Carr struggles. Um, Detroit at Arizona. Detroit Lions, my God. Um, this this one's out of control. Yeah, so I'm going to be way short here. This is why you guessed them before. At Arizona is a three and a half point favorite. At Arizona is a two and a half point favorite. Oh my God. I figured it. Well, here, I was on the. I was wrong, yep. by the way. Wrong. I, was, I thought Washington would compete with Arizona today. That no, didn't really happen. Did not. Um, they're six point favorite. six point favorites. I mean, this we have to go with Detroit here, don't we? I mean, that yes, that's man. too big. Oh God, Detroit, Detroit sucks. Detroit, Detroit's probably going to get Kenny Galladay back. True, they're probably going to get Trufant and Akuda. They don't have a pass rush, but Murray, like, I think that they'll contain Murray because they don't rush the passer, right? So they're going to kind of stay in their lanes and all that nonsense. Um, but Detroit can score. Like Detroit scored today. Yeah, as long as they don't have to do it in a at a point in the game where they could cover the spread. Yeah, they could score. Detroit plus six is a pick. I think, don't you? Suckers. 
yeah, and I'm not going to like much. it. I'm not going to like Detroit it. Detroit is not a, a, a when, point worse, a, a point better than Washington. Detroit is, we have. Is, you know, is Kyler Murray the smallest looking player yeah, in the NFL? Is, yeah. it, is it him and Clyde Edwards Lair? Yeah, but they Murray looks I mean, so tiny. But he looked good today. Yeah, he did. I love Kyler Murray. He was the 13th highest graded quarterback. He, he had two turnover worthy plays, which are rough. I mean, his um, running has gotten dramatically better. Like he's his just, interception to Landon Collins was a, a joke. That's it, when it, I thought the, the passing game is still a question. But dude, like he makes like three to four awesome plays with his legs every game. The total for this game, is like in the fifties, it's fifty three right now. He's kind of. Do we wait on this? Because, he's got a little like Josh Allen without the really boneheaded plays. Yeah. So right now Arizona's minus six, minus one sixteen. Do we wait till to get to six and a half? Yes. Okay, so let's lay off this game until the midway. I mean, I think well, the model's going to show an edge because Stafford is still better than Murray. Like, yeah. even though Stafford is the worst graded quarterback in the league this week, right? It was, it was not good. Really bad. Next up, we have a quarterback that is not the worst graded quarterback in the league, and that's Gardner Minshew at home. This is the Thursday night game. It is, yep. Miami at Jacksonville. And um, I have this as a pick. See, I think I read this really well. So as of Friday night, Jacksonville <clears throat> was a one-point favorite on the look-ahead. I said Jacksonville minus 2.5, and, and it's currently minus 3, but it's like plus mm-hmm. you know, 105, so it's basically minus 2.5. I, I think Jacksonville is a legitimately decent. Like, do you, okay, here's the – how many coaches in the NFL are closer to being fired than Doug Marone? A lot. A well, lot. It should be a lot. That man. team plays hard. That team, yes. That team was a two. Their team was down by two touchdowns. They came back, right? They should have been fucking up, but their kicker missed an extra point. And their defense plays fine. They don't have good talent, but like Henderson's awesome. Yeah, and like Miles Jack had a really terrible pass interference penalty called on him, but they played hard. They like they tackled. You know, Derrick Henry had three guys around him all game, right? That's a sign mm-hmm. of like actually giving a, uh, you know a shit about things, and then. Minshew's good, man. The throw he made to the to Chris Thompson down the sideline for the tying touchdown. I think Miami's plucky and Miami tries, right? Um, I kind of like Jacksonville here. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Here's the thing. Jacksonville is an underdog I love. That's a favorite. That's a favorite, though. Yeah. And Miami, I mean, they... They compete. They do, and know? they get through the back door. But the back door is usually big for them. This is a this is like a doggy door, right? But they have some playmakers too. Yeah, you know, Gasecki made some sick catches. nuts, yeah. and you know Fitzpatrick. But their defense sucks, sure as hell yeah. competes. Yeah, but it's not as if Jacks. We value Jacksonville for having covered in these games, and people thought they were going to tank, and we didn't think they were going to tank. Well, now it's clear they're not tanking. I know. And and but Miami is Miami has played the role of being perpetually behind. Whereas Jacksonville has come back and won a game and come back and might have you know All right, I could consider it. Okay. Cincy and Joe Burrow go to Philadelphia. What'd you have this at? Uh six. At six and a half. And it is six and a half. How? Minus one fifteen on the on the, on the look ahead. 
it was five and a half. So the, the, the events of today and whatever yesterday move this number towards Philadelphia. I see it. Well, that's interesting. Full I see point. It five and a half somewhere and six and a half. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, this makes zero sense. Yeah. I mean, I, on Bet Online, I see minus six and a half, minus 115. And then Jeff Sherman tweeted out five and a half. So, I don't know, five and a half, six, six and a half. I mean, at six and a half, I'm taking the hometown Bengals. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, well, I think at six, I'm still taking the Bengals. The matchup is the matchup is a tough. The matchup isn't a tough one because the the teams that can. Ex- How the hell, by the way, do the Chargers not run the football really well on the Bengals, and then run the ball really well on the Chiefs, and then obviously like the Bengals were, you know, the the a sieve against the Browns, like. The so Eagles don't run the ball that well, right? So, like, I feel like this is this. They're the Eagles are weak where Dude, the Bengals need the them. The Eagles to be weak. should not be a six yeah. plus point favorite against anyone outside of the Jets. And you the, and I should and be the favorites against the Jets. Uh, so, I think I'm I'm on the Bengals here. Joe Burrow, I like it. Yeah. And plus ten days off. Philly is banged up always. The Bengals are relatively healthy. Joe um, Burrow is a backdoor specialist. San Francisco stays in New York. They play the Giants. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be a line on this. Apparently, um, Nick Mullins could yeah, be starting. I guess it would be six. Yeah, I had six and a half. I actually am thinking I saw it. Giants are plus four at home. Hmm. Nick Mullins looked terrible. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Nick Mullins averaged eight yards a pass attempt when he had a chance to start a couple years ago. Stop it. Right. And now he has a whole week to prepare. I mean, the Niners are too banged up. You can basically stay away from this game, don't you? Yeah, I'm staying away from it. Do you you have any appetite for under 42 and a half? Here's what I will say. Kyle Shanahan takes clear pleasure in beating teams. <laughs> Nick with, Mullins. With well, you remember scrubs. that Thursday night game when Bethard was hurt and they put in Mullins and everybody and their grandmother bets Oakland yep. and like, you know. I mean, it's Kyle Shanahan. The guy's a wizard. Minus, I mean, I don't know. Danny Dimes has a pulse, but then they have. Here's the thing. Okay, Saquon Barkley out for the year. Does that make the Giants a better offense? Do they run? Do they run more efficient plays? Here's the interesting thing about that. It, in the eyes of many in the public, certainly it will hurt them way more than really hurts them. Mm-hmm. And I do agree with you to a certain extent. It will. It should force them to throw more. Will it? I don't know, man. Because like, dude, he kicked a field goal down seven with like half the quarter, fourth quarter left. Man, it's brutal. Um, I'm probably staying away from it. But if Nick Mull, man, I'm staying away from it. I can't do it. I can't take Joe Judge. There, there are certain him. aspects of your Niners fandom that I find so funny. Like, this is one of them. Yeah. All right, Tennessee at Minnesota. God, this game just a disaster. Uh, I have Minnesota getting six and a half. Wow. I. I, oh, dude, it's two I and a half. It, I had it at Minnesota plus three, <laughs> and it's and it's one and a half. I see it on Chris. I will be auto betting <laughs> the Tennessee Titans. Well, here's the bet I like, and I talked about this in, during the week, and it was probably the most money I bet on a single NFL game in my life. Tennessee versus Jacksonville over was an absolute stone cold lock, and forty five and a half here. Seems similarly so. The only thing I think that keeps 
so the Tennessee Titans defense kind of sucks, you know, for being one of the better teams in the league. And the Minnesota Vikings defense is illegal in like four or five states, you know, mostly the South. And so yeah, it's it's uh, everywhere that it's illegal to solicit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so forty five and a half, I might take over that. I yes, I'm here for that. Um, Tannehill looked really good. Tannehill is good. Like, I, he, yeah, like I, I people. This is the craziest thing about the Jets is that we're talking about how bad the Jets are and just ignoring the fact that Ryan Tannehill went from Adam Gase yeah. to not Adam Gase and turned into a top 10 quarterback. We, we talked about this. His career ascension was just interrupted by unlucky things, which one of them was playing for Adam Gase, and the other thing was tearing his ACL twice in a six-month span or nine-month span. Like, there, there's nothing, like, wrong with Ryan Tannehill. He's a good freaking football player. Ryan Tannehill is getting a nice contract. By the way, he went under his completions prop today which we had but he had four touchdowns it was kind of like a really efficient effort for him can minnesota get out of kirk cousins contract i think it's like i think it's the same thing for both of these guys like it's like two years at a time so they can like cut them next year but then it's like they they have all the dead money i think so i'm don't quote me on that it's late but it, it's the, the vikings the vikings thing is a disaster because they have to play with kirk and a bunch of scrubs and kirk is not like a good enough quarterback to elevate scrubs I mean, but, they, they should tank and, and cut them. But, how, and, you know, play Sean Mannion? Do, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. They're a disaster. So, I mean, so you are we going you, Tennessee laying the point and a half on the road? Laying the point and a half? Metrodome? Come on. The Metrodome. <laughs> uh, Washington football team at the Cleveland Browns. Um, I have the Browns as a six-point favorite. Uh, sorry, six-and-a-half-point favorite. You're actually right, by the way. Um, this shows nice. my. This shows the one game I thought I had a beat on. Mm-hmm. I had Washington being a four point underdog in <laughs> Cleveland, and of course Washington. Washington. Uh, it was four and a half as a Friday night. So Washington getting getting yeah. drilled uh, by by Arizona. Just not this number like being out. competitive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You hate to see it. Really. Well, I mean, that was a couple big plays by Arizona. That's all the game was. Yeah. Um. I clearly will not be betting this game. Yeah, I don't think so either. I can't. Hassan's Dwayne to me. Askins showed up in this game. Yeah, he did. Until Terry McLaurin was like, listen, buddy, throw me the damn ball. Yeah. <laughs> That's your only hope. You went Keyshawn on it. Dude, McLaurin's awesome. Um, him and him and Denzel Ward will be a fun matchup in this game. Ward looks really good. By the way, Cleveland, here's, here's an interesting narrative on Cleveland. Okay. They play the Baltimore Ravens, the best week one team in the world. Also one of the best teams in the world, period. And they get stone cold rocked. What if Cleveland is just this team that actually is pretty good, but they don't, they are not ready to compete with teams that know what's going on. But when they face the Washington football team and the Cincinnati Bengals and all these other teams that are kind of scrubby, they look really good. I think this could be the case. And I think we could, that, that could really work. Cleveland's for, two tackles are hurt-ish, right? True. Or well, at least one of them is. And they get I more think, rest, though. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I Chase, Young, Chase Young on yeah. Baker Mayfield. That's what I'm saying. I, I, oh, little... this is the Chase Young-Baker Mayfield matchup. Yeah, I'd be Woo! a little worried. Maybe, maybe the Washington football team look – because, I mean, look, Chase Young doesn't have any progressive commercials yet, so that's a real – Or Hulu does live sports. <laughs> uh, Chicago at Atlanta. Oh, my God. Um, I have Atlanta as a six-and-a-half-point favorite. <laughs> I know, I already know what's happening. I already know what's happening. Fuck. 
I, I'm not going to lie to myself. I'm taking the Falcons. Here's here, okay. It's already trending towards three and a half. So yeah. Let me tell you the important. Bears are two and zero. Here's the really important part of this. Most teams zero and two are laying down. The Falcons are. They've been in this position before, baby. They know yeah, yeah, what yeah. this feels like. And they are ready to rally around Dan Quinn. They've never been zero and two in the last like bunch of years where they started like one and four and stuff. They always what, won week two. Who is the special teams coach for the Falcons? Uh, a man without a job. <laughs> yes, I mean, like, I don't because know. they that will was, not. They, that was egregious. Oh, that was like a man. third baseman waiting for the ball. And it's like, yeah, in one instance, it's a bunt hit in the football game. The other team gets the ball. I mean, you know, like, I don't want. I feel yeah, yeah. Are we taking terrible. Atlanta minus three? Yes. All right. I'll do it. I'll do it again. Oh, man. It's not going to end well. I mean, we did cover. I got by with it this week. It's not going to end well. I'm telling you right now. Just I want to fade not... Mitch Trubisky into the moon, though. Don't Don't listen to me. I'm an idiot. Listen to the trolls hating on my <laughs> my Kansas City pick from last year. Uh, Carolina, I guess. So here's the craziest thing. Anthony Lynn said if Tyrod Taylor's healthy, he's the starter. Yeah, that's why I think this line isn't up yet. Which is absurd. Um, obviously, before knowing, with Tyrod Taylor, I had the Chargers as a four and a half point favorite. I had it at six. I think Carolina showed me some heart today. They did. Now, now fa- tackle Fat Lenny and cover the spread. That's all I. You know. That's all you ask. It's yeah. really not a whole lot. Um, so I have no idea. I watched a decent amount of the Chargers game, and Herbert was amazing. That's what I was going to say. He had some bad plays that I think will lower his grade. So don't like come back at us and all this. Non like the throw to Legarius Sneed was legitimately. He made some like really upperational on throws. Yeah. Now what will be interesting to see, and I always think this is. A, a important this is an important component of football is when you know who the quarterback is you are preparing to take away their like a game right yeah and what we've seen with herbert it, in the past is like when it's open he'll throw it and he'll like he can hit it but when it's not like that first option isn't there it yeah. can be a disaster yeah, so they did a really good job i think in, in for the chargers of like i mean honestly you just throw the ball to your two best players but yeah he has Hunter good receivers and, and uh and keenan allen he is and mike williams not bad either um what would this have to be for you? Is there is there one side that you would bet? Given yeah, the if lines? this got to eight and a half, I'd bet Carolina. Yeah, okay. So would I. Yeah, so would I. Jesus. Like, Teddy, Teddy battles, man. And they have good receipt. Like, look, this is, I think, the issue with the Panthers. Now, it's not hurting them because they're 0-2. So it's, like, actually, quote, working if they want to tank. But, like, DJ Moore is a good player. Uh, Robbie Anderson is a good player. Obviously, McCaffrey's fine. Their offensive line has protected Teddy okay. Um, Teddy's turned the ball over more than normal, but he's he's still. Yeah, what you're really saying is Teddy Bridgewater's just not very good at playing quarterback. He's not good enough to. Well, he we our worry was that he'd be good enough to win six of these games and screw over their draft pick. And so far, that hasn't actually been the case. He had three big time throws today and three turnover worthy plays. It's like anti Teddy. But his eight out was seven and a half, which is like a full yard and a half over what he was in in, in uh, New Orleans. Throw a party. It's not yet Gardner Minshew levels. Yeah, well, Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew can be a top blank quarterback in the NFL. Fifteen. I'm with you. I think Gardner Minshew will be a more likable Kirk Cousins, dude. <laughs> you can't use the word just. You can't just say more likable because it's like it's just you don't need the more. Like likable. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
Like, I'll actually root for Gardner Minshew. I refuse to root for Kirk Cousins. You're implying that there is some likability to Kirk Cousins. There is not. Um, Gardner Minshew is awesome. And I'm trying to think of where I would want. Like, if you were like, okay, Gardner Minshew goes to this place. Actually, give me 12. He's top 12. Gardner Minshew goes to this place. He will be really successful. I have one for you. Well, if he went to San Francisco, he'd be fucking. He'd be great. (laughs) Uh, But he's he's got a little Jimmy G in him. I mean, they're. I feel like yeah, he has somewhere. some turnoverness to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, more mobility. Those boots would be really good in New England Patriots with receivers. Yeah, yeah. be fire. Um, oh, this game sucks. Jets at Colts. Yeah, I have no. the Colts favored by fourteen and a half. I I had nine and a half. It looks it's like nine. Nine and a half. Uh, give me the Indianapolis Colts. So you're gonna lay. For the Dude. second consecutive week on this day, you're going to lay more than a score. The Jets are really bad. Yeah, but like really, but the Colts are a week ago. The and granted, it, Jacksonville's better than the Jets, but the Colts are just literally a week removed from losing as eight point favorite, eight and a half point favorite yes, to, to a real team. <laughs> real team. That's an important distinction. Yeah, that's true. This offensive line. This offensive line with me and you at the skill positions would run over the Jets. See, the Jets' run defense was actually good against running backs until today. Yeah, yeah. And then today they gave up like a third and 31 and a, and a freaking long ball to, to Raheem Mostert. I mean, it's a lot of points. It is a lot of points. But if you think it's four, if you think it should be 14. I mean, I think the Jets are a legit league below the Vikings. And the Vikings look terrible against the Colts. <clears throat> you know? Yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, I don't... Obviously, I can't back the Jets here, for fuck's sake. The, I mean, I mean the, the Colts need to, to to win here, right? They can't <laughs> afford to keep this game. Let's well, game Tennessee is going to be 3-0 after they face the Vikings. And, right. like, Indy's got to keep pace. And, in fact, like, the Jags are going to be 2-1 and one coming into the turn. So, like, yeah, this is a must-win for the, for the Colts. Tampa Bay... At Denver, uh, no Drew Locke, it appears. Yeah, I had Denver is plus three with Drew Locke. Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I had them plus seven and a half. I'm closer, I think. The look ahead was plus three and a half. What? Yeah. Dude, stop. Um, I think people were thinking that Denver's defense is pretty damn good, and they actually still were okay. They probably kept them in the game, right? Today? Yeah. Yeah, I think with Driscoll, all bets are off. Though former Forty Nine, Chip Kelly, our, our good friend, draft draft pick. Tom Brady, average depth of target nine point two, pretty decently deep downfield, but not James Winston territory. Um, and is going to be a top six, seven graded quarterback through a couple of weeks. Yep. And is dealt. Carolina's with defense is also garbage. Had should have had two additional touchdowns that were dropped. Yeah, true. Um, had a beautiful throw to Mike Evans and LaShawn McCoy. I, yeah, I'm here for Tom Brady. And if it's if it's fucking three, are you kidding me? It's six, right? Jeff Driscoll? Like, See it at six. Right. I mean, now it's five and a half, six. Um, I'd probably still take Tampa Bay. But it's in Denver. I don't know. Altitude, September, blah, blah, blah. All right. Uh, real quick, let's get out of here. Give me your um, your favorite one. I will not continue actually i'll go first it's tennessee my student okay you can take one and a half what well, yeah sure 
Um, Bengals plus six and a half. Okay, I love both. All right, let's let's write those up. Can we? Are we going to do a total? Are we gonna? Are we gonna do? Oh, I thought you were saying we're going to do a teaser. Uh, no, because that's all we do now. Yeah. Well, they work. We're the teasers. Yeah, we work. Teaser guys. They, well, so far they've worked. So, in fairness to us, because we need it, um, the teasers that we have picked have been really great because one leg has not covered. Yeah. Right. Both both picks would not have covered if we would have bet them. Yeah. Yeah. It's separate. Um. And even like the Dolphins was a sweat and a half, right? It was mm-hmm. good to have that ex- those extra points. Um, and there aren't really any good. I mean, so let's educate the there. I mean, unless you like the Rams plus eight and a half in Buffalo, that's a probably a decent one, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Dolphin, well, so that that that's a good one. Um, even the Colts. So the Colts is teaser protective. You tease them down, it's a three and a half, and they have to win by more than a field goal. That's yep. generally, as we see with Kansas City, that's that's not what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, the other ones are at six. You tease them up to like 12. That's, eh, that's not great. Um, so, I mean, and then you're left with Kansas City up to nine, um, which and Dolphins up to nine as well. So there's not that much opportunity here, unless you like Vikings up to seven and a half. But that the total on that game is forty five or so, a little high. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you're looking for games with low totals generally, or teasing a favorite down to a field goal or less, or yeah, field goal or yeah. less. And you know, the one that I could think of here, but I don't want to touch it, is Denver because you know that's a low total, but it's a low total because there's a quarterback who is starting and shouldn't be. Um, and that's that's you don't want. that. Let me give so. you a teaser that will sucker everyone in, but you should definitely should not bet. Green Bay to nine and a half, Kansas City to nine. Yeah. I, you get Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Just keep it within a touchdown. All right. That's how you know it's too late. Yeah. And uh by the way, I would just money line parlay those if you actually think that you know, like I feel like the added payoff there is true, it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. It takes money to make money. You gotta have some brass balls. All right. That has been our show. We will be back with you on Wednesday night. We appreciate you. Hope you guys survived week two, because if you didn't, it's going to be a long season. Love you guys. Peace out. Have you been wanting to lose weight and get healthy? Now's the perfect time to start Nutrisystem. Enjoy your favorite foods made healthier, delivered free to your door. Right now, you can get Uniquely Yours Ultimate, our most complete foolproof plan at an amazing price. Order today and save 50%, plus get an extra $40 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash save and discover what millions of people already know. Nutrisystem works. Limitations apply. See website for full offer details.